I Don't Know Radio is part of the Podcast NH Network. Check out PodcastNH.com for other shows that are honestly way better than this piece of shit. W-I-D-K. This is I Don't Know Radio. This show is not for kids, so don't go running off and tattle to the FCC. Remember, snitches get stitches. It's Fishstick, Lulu, the Professor, and Mulch on 1091 WIDK, the I Don't Know Morning Show. Good Monday morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Welcome to your real live deep dive high five hand jive of a Monday morning radio show. And we're not oh, going anywhere. Oh, we're not going anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, we Except do that still. We did go somewhere. We're actually broadcasting live from the Audubon Center in Concord, New Hampshire. We're at the podcast NH convention. It, this is so dope. We've got all of the, po- well, not all of, but most of the podcasters from Podcast NH here. This show's going to be a little different. We're still going to do our topics, uh, we're going to do our segments. I can't really tell you what's coming up on Fish Sticks Topic Topics. We're going to be interviewing different podcasters and getting their opinions on some interesting questions. Oh, boy. Yeah, Professor's Life De-Stressor is kind of going to be on the fly. We'll see what people come up with uh, when I ask them. <laughs> and I think Lulu's viewer reviews is going to be quite spontaneous as well, as I will probably just grab things from the room and have other people review them because I'm tired. My vacation was so nice, and I'm just not back to work yet. Yeah, I gotta say, I love the fact, Lulu, that you at least made it back from Jamaica to join us live on the air from the podcast NH Meetup. Welcome back. Hello, Brian. We're gonna be getting you on the show in a little bit. This is Brian. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yeah. Brian is from the uh, Unqualified Networks podcast. I wanna get you guys in on Fish Sticks Topic Topics. I'm absolutely for that. You've gotta know it. Good. We'll be hunting you down. Looking forward to it. Mulch, unfortunately, couldn't make it to here today. If I can make it from Jamaica, he can make it from the pizza shop. Just saying. That's what we said, but he didn't seem to care. I think part of it might be that Mulch um, said that he wanted to fuck the main guy who runs the network in last week's episode, and so maybe he was kind of afraid that that would come true. (laughs) That offer would come to fruition. (laughs) Yeah, which uh, we're definitely going to bring up to him at some point today. Oh, absolutely. So uh, without further ado, I guess we're going to drop into an ad. We'll have that rolling from uh, Cliff, who's running the board back there. Cliff, go ahead and hit that ad, and we'll drop into Fish Sticks Top Big Topics. Ever wanted to try those pre-portioned, make-at-home, fresh-ingredient meal kit services such as HelloFresh or Blue Apron, but the price tag is a bit out of your budget? Here's a new, well, it's a used meal kit service for you to take a bite out of. Brown Apron. Brown Apron is a meal-by-mail service that cuts the cost while also cutting the quality of the ingredients they send you. The company was started by a couple of bottom feeders surviving off the damaged, discarded, and returned items from the dumpster behind Blue Apron's order processing plant. And it quickly grew once they realized they could sell the garbage for profit on the internet. And because you're listening to this podcast today, you can enter the promo code BUGCHECK at checkout, and the Brown Apron team will give your first order a second glance to comb through it for bugs and stuff. Check out Brown Apron today. You won't be disappointed that you hadn't heard about them sooner. Bug check promo code may only be used once and only applies to your first order. Ingredients provided may or may not make a complete meal and do not come with a recipe. Do not order from Brown Apron if you have not had a tetanus shot within the last eight years. It is not recommended to feed garbage to children under the age of 12. Brown Apron provides no freshness guarantee. Here comes way too much information. Send your topics to I don't know radio at gmail.com and they'll end up here on Fish Sticks Topic Topics. All right, Fish Sticks Topic Topics brought to you by Silly Lily's Chili Willies. Ice-cold wieners on a frozen bun in barbecue, teriyaki, buffalo, or all-new applewood maple dip. Silly Lily's Chili Willie. Dog on cold dogs on cold ice log buns. That sounds delicious. It turned into word soup at the end of it. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a chili corn dog. Yeah. But not chili, cold, like cold corn dog. No, I get it. All right, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid. We are broadcasting live from the Audubon Center in Carker, New Hampshire. This is I Don't Know Radio with the guys from Unqualified Networks. We have, uh, why don't you guys say your names so that people can recognize your voice? Uh, this is Supernaut. This is Nate. Uh, Forrest James. You guys are on like episode 400 or something crazy? Uh, 378. That is amazing. So who can give the best synopsis of your show, best elevator pitch? All right, so we're basically like a hobby show. We talk about things that we happen to enjoy at the time. Uh, We talk about things that we have no qualifications for, ergo the name. So, all right, you guys, how do you feel qualified to talk about this? Fish sticks topic, topic today. This was sent in by Ian G, who sends in everything. Thank you, Ian. Ian asks, tomorrow you're going to wake up and find you have been permanently transformed into an animal. Would you rather be a dolphin or an elephant? 
You would wake up in that animal's environment, not in your bed. Dolphin or elephant. We can discuss the rules of this question. <laughs> the rules of this question? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of circumstance. I mean, you're switching okay. lives. We often end up delving into <laughs> questions that you can't really get an answer for. Well, I would have to go with elephant, and, you know, there's a few reasons why. The largest land mammal is definitely up there. That's pretty powerful. Uh, I actually just recently watched an episode that broke down the stats of the elephant. They have a pretty good intelligence score. I'm all about that. Wait, yo, was that Tear Zoo? You're damn right it was. Oh, my God, that YouTube <laughs> channel is the best. I love Tear Zoo. <laughs> yeah, they're fantastic. But, but also, like... There's a lot of, like, creepy stuff that goes on with dolphins. They, they get a little hump-happy occasionally. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about reasons we wanted to be something. I mean, if you're going to give me license to be incredibly creepy, why would I not want to be a dolphin? Yeah, right? I'm going to go with a dolphin. I mean, everyone likes you. Admittedly, as long as you stay away from Japan, they, they kind of want to eat you most of the time. But, you know, other than that, everyone likes dolphins, and they get license to do pretty much whatever they want. Okay, but, I mean, well, first of all, I believe that dolphins are known for being pretty intelligent as well. And unrelated to creepy dolphin behavior, I would normally pick dolphins because I like water. However, what about the pollution in, on the ocean these days? Do you really want to be imbibing a bunch of plastic all the time? I would take pollution over getting shot through somebody stealing my teeth any day. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's that no is oil. fair. That is There's fair. a dirty floor in the living room as opposed to I'm going to rip your fucking teeth out to make a piano. <laughs> also, as a dolphin, people pay money to swim with you. Like I've seen way more videos of hot girls riding dolphins than elephants. <laughs> We're on the wrong side. And do I have a website for you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's plenty of Indian girls riding elephants, so. You know, that's totally that's true. A good point. And you could still be like, see, you wake up as an elephant, you can still be a domesticated elephant, so you can still have everything provided for you. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, there aren't domesticated dolphins, are there? And I don't, not really. There's, there's the ones like, at the, what? Aquarium, but yeah. that's like more of captivity than domestication. <laughs> Dolphin, okay. Dolphins have a language, and they talk to each other. If I'm an animal, I don't really want to talk to other people. <laughs> that's, that's true. I just keep thinking back to the like CIA plot to train dolphins. Has anybody ever heard of that one? What? Yeah. I'll... Oh yeah. No. This this is something that actually happened during the uh, the Vietnam War. The uh, it wasn't the CIA actually. It was the United States Navy. Yep. Trained dolphins to do a number of jobs, and one of those things was they trained them to carry. A, uh, a thing on their nose that if they push it against the diver would fire a shotgun shell into them. You're fucking joking. No, no, this is, this is something that actually happened. That was real. They were trained to find uh, mines in the water yep. and push them out of the way. I believe the CIA even wanted to use them to try to assassinate uh, Fidel Castro at one point, although they never followed through with that one, so far as we know. Just come swim with this uh, dolphin, Fidel. It'd be great. I remember reading something. The amount of ridiculous assassination plots against Fidel Castro, oh, yeah. though. Explosive like, cigars, the whole nine yards. Making him lose his mustache. Yep. They wanted to humiliate him by making him lose all of his hair. Dolphins, though? I mean, I heard of bat bombs. I'm, I'm sure you heard of bat oh, yeah, bombs, yeah, too. Uh, that, that was more of a, a United States Air Force or Army thing. Right. Yeah, that was World yeah, War World II. Yeah, World War II, yeah. There was also those... Tests where they had the woman and the dolphin together for extended periods of time, and they found that the dolphin was getting more and more aggressive towards the woman. Like, so she actually had to start masturbating the the dolphin because what? yeah, because it was uh, it reached sexual maturity, and all the interactions it's had was with this woman. Oh yeah, no, that's a real oh, no. case in point for dolphin <laughs> question mark. They were also giving it LSD at the time, so like another. <laughs> Yeah, what part of license to do creepy crap do you not understand? <laughs> I think I fully understand now. Yeah, that was actually the one I was going to bring up. <laughs> That's appalling. I mean, kind of. I mean, you wouldn't be that dolphin necessarily. <laughs> no, but you could be that dolphin, and that's the point. <laughs> Don't be that dolphin. As long as there's a chance. <laughs> Free LSD and hand jibbers, I mean. <laughs> to go back to elephants, though... <laughs> There's no, wow. there's no saving this one, man. <laughs> that went to a dark place. I love it so much. Who fucks with elephants, though, besides poachers? What animals do you have to worry uh, about? Tigers will definitely do it if you're in the wrong continent. Tigers will fuck with an elephant? Oh, yeah. Nate, really? They'll definitely go after them, in particular to get the things that might be riding on their back. Yeah, there are a few YouTube videos out there of uh, tigers basically trying to either take an elephant down from... Uh, by the neck, or literally jump on top of them to get the tasty, tasty humans who are riding on the top. 
No fucking way. Oh, yeah, that, that definitely happens. All right, Dolphin. I'm on Team Dolphin. I don't even give a shit. There's a thing called a howda pistol for a reason. What? Wait, okay. Let's okay, have you heard of a sawed off shotgun? Yes. Yeah, the reason that sawed off shotguns were created is because it was basically to kill tigers. Because you basically need to hit them as hard and as quickly as possible. To kill tigers from the backs of elephants? Yes. Or just to kill... T- what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, you guys call yourselves unqualified networks, but that's some pretty serious history knowledge right I, there. I am the most interested man in the world. I know way too much useless stuff. <laughs> I, I mean, there's that one, but there's also the shotgun that they used to send cosmonauts up with. Oh. That's so cool. It had the shovel on the back, right? Or the knife on the back? It's a hatchet slash machete kind of thing. Yeah. I'm so on Team Elephant. You and hippos rule the world. Oh, man, hippos. Hippos are aggressive. So you're still on Elephant, therefore. I'm still on Elephant, yes. I think I'm going to go, you know, all weird dolphin behavior aside um, with dolphins. (laughs) For what reason? If not for the weird behavior, for what reason? (laughs) Because I like being in the water. (laughs) For swimming. Also, you're constantly cosplaying Echo the Dolphin, and that's just, you know, pretty cool. Wait, 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 wait. wait. There's a huge hole in that logic. Does that mean that any actor who has played a character that people like is constantly cosplaying that character? I mean, yeah, of course. So is Nathan Fillion simultaneously cosplaying the captain on Firefly and also Captain Hammer and... Have you not seen him on any talk show ever? Of course he is. (laughs) Or Castle. He's literally dressed up as Malcolm Reynolds in the show Castle. absolutely Castle most of the time. Which, by the way... Johnny Depp is just acting as Johnny Depp at this point. You can't cosplay your birth name. No one ever... Talk to Johnny Depp about that. He absolutely is. This is why nobody messes with Anthony Hopkins. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> because he's Anthony Hopkins. Because he's, you know, Anthony Hopkins. He might eat your face. Okay, so let's go Let's go round robin and say what we would pick. I'm Fish Steak here is on Dolphin. Uh, that's still Elephant. No, d- definitely Team Dolphin. Team Dolphin all day. Team Elephant. Dolphin. Dolphin, baby. Yes. All the way, Dolphin. <laughs> I think the Dolphins have it except for the two elephants. Again, thank you guys. Uh, Supernaut, Nate, Forrest. From the Unqualified Networks podcast, you can find them at podcastnh.com. And where else? And what, like, what do you want to say? Unqualifiednetworks.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at UnqualifiedNet. Uh, and we regularly post stuff to, uh, to YouTube uh, these days. Well, I, don't, I guess not regularly, but no. we occasionally post No, we don't. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I, don't I, I, lie we have, have a Twitch. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, Carlo tends to stream under uh, GOTF underscore C-O-R-S-E-C. Oh, that's right. You guys are missing Carlo. Yes, yeah. he's uh, unfortunately out today. Yeah. Carlo, get better if you hear this before you're better. And if you hear this when you're better, good job. <laughs> <laughs> That is Fish Sticks Topic Topics. We are going to drop into the professor's life de-stressor next. What the fuck are we going to do for that? I don't know. We're going to have to find someone who has some problems. All right. <laughs> Cliff, roll a commercial. This is 1091 WIDK. Hello. My name is Zinklox, and I'm the CEO of the MVG EAA. That's the Misrepresented Video Game Enemies Advocacy Association. And I'm here today to ask for your support in helping to get orcs and other such non-humans better representation in video games. We only ever get to play the enemies who swarm in hordes and get murdered. It's not fair. I can do so much more than go, die human. I can make a great quiche. I knit my own socks. We've started a zero-waste, environmentally-friendly, organic farming culture in our town. But no, you think I'm a monster because I play one in a video game. The MVG EAA needs your support. A simple donation of just five human dollars will go a long way in supporting our cause of domination and equity. MVGEAA.org. That's O-R-C. I Don't Know Radio is not responsible for any actions you take as a result of the life advice presented here. Call 304-566-WIDK with your problems and the professor will solve them. It's the professor's life de-stressor. Today's professor life de-stressor is brought to you by premature capitulation. You meant to say no. You know you're way too busy to take on more commitments, but you said yes anyways. Congratulations. You're suffering from premature capitulation. So we're here uh, with I think Riley and David and, and Derek. So my segment, I'm the professor. I'm a certified life coach, uh, so I can help you with any of your problems. So we're really going to open this up. If you guys need help with something or you want some advice, I'm the guy who's going to do that for you. Yeah, but first, I think we should get you guys to talk a little bit about what your show is 
uh, like, give us your name and what your show is so that people can associate your name with your voice and your show. So, so I am Davis, uh, co-host of The Plunge. I, I am Riley, another co-host of The Plunge. So, so what is The Plunge about? Well, we dive in. <laughs> That's all we do. We just dive in. <laughs> Beat you to it. Okay. <laughs> do you dive into anything specific? Water. <laughs> All right. So what is your show about? <laughs> I'm Derek, and I host The Blaze Experience. It's a video game podcast. Um, basically, I just talk about video games in depth. So any game that I talk about, I go in depth into certain topics about it. So you dive in as well. Don't fucking uh, start. Do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's excellent. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to have you guys on the show. Thank you for having us. Uh, Riley, you want to go first? No. You don't want to go first? No. You want me to go first? You can go. Okay, so uh, my life problem is... Um, so my, my group of friends have constantly told me that I have an interesting way of dancing. Um, I look like a... Uh, Riley, how do you describe it? I would describe it as a, a wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man. Yes. So that's what I look like. And the worst part is, is I look like it when I'm dancing with a girl. I, I don't know if I need to fix that. I don't know if it's if it's... Like, making me unattractive to females because, like, the numbers aren't looking good for me right now. Totally understand. Yeah. Look, man, you have a really interesting opportunity here. Okay. Because there are some people who try to dance like a wacky inflatable wailing tomb man, or however you say yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and the interesting take that you can take on this is you seem to have it down to a science naturally. What I'm going to suggest is that you try incorporating beads into your outfits. Okay. The, the more okay. extremities that are coming feathers? off of your... Ex- ex- feathers? Yeah, okay. Feathers, okay. Uh, boas, gotcha. any kind of uh, gotcha. extra extremity upon your extremities, you're going to be wild. Okay. I mean... Okay. When you said beads, I got nervous as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was the second part of the <laughs> answer. <laughs> uh, two things probably in the wrong order. In addition to beads and feathers, I would yes. re- highly recommend fringe. Just long 20s fringe, you know, that, that really does have a okay. nice sway to okay. it. Like those, those sweet, nasty leather jackets with the arms. Like the kind of cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just like that. I like those. You need to be looking like Shawn Michaels in like 1997. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> Secondarily, which I probably should have asked first because this is more of a concern than what kind of swaying accessory you're wearing. Yeah. Um, do you hurt anyone? Not that I know of. Okay. Um, I kind of just flailed all out there. Um, if someone goes down, I don't see it because I'm flailing all around. Okay. Um, but no one's like come and like knocked you out after because you kept repeatedly hitting them in the face or something. Kind of a not your face, not your problem thing. Absolutely, yes. Now, has this worked in your favor? Have they came back home with you with the, the tube man dance? What, like knocked out? Like you dragged them home? Is that no, what no, you're no, saying? No, no, no. I have never done that. I have never done that. Um, yes, they, a, a few have come home with me uh, because of the... Uh, Consensually. Consensually, Not, yes. Uh, premature capitulation or anything no. like that. No. <laughs> We're going to up those numbers, man. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, that was my greatest concern. If, I mean, if you don't know that you're hurting anyone, then it is their responsibility to let you know that you have hurt them. So. I think I just need dance lessons at this point. No, I do what the professor said. Next question. <laughs> well, I have an idea for you. I mean, you're already on a mic. You're already dancing, so why not a career in WWE? You know, you just learn only one wrestling move, and there you go. You already got the dancing down. <laughs> You're right there. <laughs> Your finisher will be the plunge where you dive into their face. Oh, dive right into their face. You are so on brand, it hurts. <laughs> I love it. Okay, okay, uh, Riley then. Uh, hi, hi, Professor. Um, I have this problem. It's, it's just my face. Just your face. I don't know what your funding looks like. There's always plastic surgery. But there's some great YouTube tutorials. I pointed at fish stick for a reason. I have a big nose. It's natural. I didn't get it fucking enhanced. (laughs) Like, the fuck are you talking about? Uh, What are your opinions on makeup? It's just my face. Yo, contour is crazy, though. You can do some crazy... Have you ever seen people do, like, the contour makeup where they look like John Malkovich with just makeup? And it's like some some sort of average-looking... Indonesian dude and then he puts on makeup and he looks like fucking John Malkovich splitting So the thing is I'm I'm shaped like a potato I don't know if you can contour where there's no lines you know That's what contour is my friend You know have you looked at it from this perspective have you tried taking the center of attention away from your face and maybe to a different part of your body such as an elbow or a butt cheek or a belly button if you have more than one I frequent in in nipple tassels Uh, it hasn't worked out for me Okay. So the nipples are in there, but they're not, they don't seem to be uh, very effective for you? No, not effective at all. 
I feel like hair could be really, like, go well in your advantage. You could either use it to just make it really big and just take attention away or just cover your face with it. I like the second recommendation. Uh, I, I want to be an angsty teen, uh, and I think, I think I'm going to take that bit of advice. Yeah. My chemical romance is my life now. Thank you, uh, Lulu. <laughs> Excellent, Lulu. Riley, Thank you. I gotta say, though, you've got a killer mustache. I can't grow anything close to that. Thank you. Can I shamelessly plug uh, a fundraiser? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, uh, The Plunge is fundraising for Movember. It's uh, men's health. Uh, so, prostate cancer, testicular cancer, PTSD, suicide awareness, general men's health awareness. Um, if you're looking to donate at all, you, any cent counts. We're fundraising all throughout November. Uh, you can go to mobro.co slash plunge. Uh, so. <laughs> You got the dopest URL, mobro.co. Yep, so that's M-O-B-R-O dot C-O slash plunge. Check it out. MasterCard is matching any fundraiser. So if you're interested and you have a MasterCard, check that out. Yo, that's, that's wicked excellent. cool. Amazing. All right. So Riley, well, actually, Derek, do you have anything to add about Riley's face? Well, have you seen the movie Face Off? I haven't. See, that's what you need to do is what they did in Face Off. You just need to find someone that wants to switch faces with you, get them to saw your face off, and then put their face on. There you go. Um, Davis, you have a pretty face. Um, I like to think I do. Thank you, Riley. Do you want to switch? If the price is right, I'll give you six. Perfect. Let's do it. Okay. I love how six is just a number, and there isn't really a currency established. <laughs> that's fine. All deals made on I Don't Know Radio are official and cannot be redacted. Also, Moving on. MasterCard is matching all of the donations. So... I think that's 12 then. Um, We are helping so many people. We helped uh, Davis from the Plunge Podcast with his dancing. We helped Riley from the Plunge Podcast with his face. It is Riley, right? Okay, you made a weird weird facial expression. I don't know if I fucked your name up. That's just his face. That's just his face. (laughs) Yo, trade with Davis. Uh, All right, Derek from the Blaze Experience. Is your last name Blaze? It is. Yes, it is. Because it's not spelled B-L-A-Z-E. It's B-L-A-I-S-E. The Blase experience. Still awesome. <laughs> that's that's my my religious middle name. Oh, he, there you go. Yeah, he's he's the saint of throat cultures. So I'm glad I could help you then. Yeah. What? The, wait. The fucking there's a fucking saint of throat culture. Patron saint of throat cultures. That's Saint Blaze. That's interesting. <laughs> so I've never heard that in my life. I have to be doing some Google searching later. <laughs> so Derek, what what life advice can the professor help you with today? Well, Professor, I, I really need a new career, so I need you to help me out here. So <laughs> you got to tell me a new career I can get into. You know, uh, I'm too busy, you know, working overnights, and I need to do something during the daytime. So what, what can I do here? All right. First of all, I think your facial hair is fantastic. It really, it just works with your face. Have you ever considered dancing? I have not. I mean, I heard they do that in WWE, so. <laughs> I mean, I think if you have uh, any bit of athleticism in your blood, you have a real shot at, at going places with that. I mean, you know anyone I can talk to about dancing? Unfortunately, only my cousin, but he's really weird. I know a guy. You do? Uh, I'm, I'll call him up right now. Uh, his name's Davis. Oh, hey. Uh, yeah. So you want to know about dance? Do you think you can be a dancer? Yo, Davis was like, we're doing a bit. Like, that facial expression. You guys just communicated like 100 megabits per second. You were like, we're doing a bit. We're not doing a bit. I don't have any ideas. Okay, I'm doing it anyway. Never mind. Fuck it. That was this, is, this is how we record every show. We're just like, are we doing it? Are we doing it? Are we doing it? I was going to say that was like a beautiful, beautiful internet connection between your eyes. Like Ethernet, but in terms of the ether. That was, that was really good. So if you want to be a dancer, I only have one thing to say to you. Flail it out. Make it big. Get feathers, get beads, get extravagant uh, clothing. I don't know who gave me this advice. It just popped into my head just recently. I mean, is this person that gave me the advice credible? Or I don't uh, think he's credible. No? I, don't, I, don't, I just met him. Sounds pretty legit to me. He sounds legit. <laughs> he gave me wonderful advice. The person who gave you advice, um, I, think his, I think his name's the professor. The professor? He's in research databases at colleges. He's that, really? He's that legit. He's an academic source. And where did he get his degree at? Bro.co. That's, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Cre- <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was mobro.co. That's yeah, mobro college slash plunge. <laughs> I mean, that sounds totally credible to me, so I'm definitely all in now. I'm going to be an answer. Here's the question, though. How do you make money doing dancing unless you're taking your clothes off while you do it? Like, where else can you make money besides stripping while dancing? Well, there's, first of all, uh, there are many avenues where you can be a profitable dancer, such as music videos and other things. Uh, and <laughs> That's and one just, thing. Yeah. And you, I just think you have potential there. And, and if that's not the path you want to take, we could certainly explore other avenues, but I think you got a shot, man. So are you saying I should still work overnights, but I just go into dancing overnights instead, right? Exactly. 
my gosh. You'll, you will make so much more, you know, if you save right, you invest into a proper IRA, you put that stuff away, you could be retired in 10 years. That's not bad. I'm going to give this a shot. Wait, wait, wait. I had an idea. You could do Dancing with Dolphins. Which you won't get, but these two should. <laughs> I was about to say, Lula, that's a different segment. Just trust us. It's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, let's make inside jokes with our new friends that they're not going to get. Um, so that's the professor's life de-stressor. I want to, again, give you guys a chance to just shout out your podcasts and what they're about. So, Derek, The Blaze Experience, you've talked to game devs and just done some super cool stuff. So give us, like, your elevator pitch and why we should listen to you. Yeah, definitely. So with my podcast, you're going to hear about games in depth that you don't hear about a lot of the podcasts. Um, most game podcasts, you just hear about the news of the week. With mine, if you're looking for help in games, the games I talk about, you will get the help you need. And like you said, I talked to some of the devs. I had episode 50 launched today, and I talked to one of the programmers from Undead Labs. So you'll hear some nice interviews with them and hear about their thoughts. Those are the people who make State of Decay, right? They do. And Excellent I talk game. about State of Decay every Saturday, so you can hear episodes about that. I also talk about other games, but um, if you want some State of Decay news, I'm the guy to do it, and I'm the only one that does it. So That is The Blaze Experience, and you can be found at podcastnh.com, obviously. But where else can people get to your podcast? They can find me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Radio Public. They can find me on YouTube. I have a Facebook group. I have a Discord uh, Stitcher, basically anywhere you can find podcasts, pretty much you can find me. Don't be humble. Your show is fucking huge. <laughs> it's not that huge yet, but I mean, it, it's bigger than some, I suppose. No, nah, it's fucking huge. Go check it out. It's really dope. B L A I S E experience. Is it E experience or experience? Just XP. It's gaming. I mean, come on. <laughs> I knew that. Fair. All right, and uh, Riley and David with the plunge. Why don't you give us your elevator pitch? Hold on, is it David or Davis? Davis. 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 I apologize. Honestly, I've just been ignoring it the whole time. Fair enough. Uh, as you graciously explained earlier, you with the plunge, just dive in. Is there anything else you want to add to that? Yeah, I'll give you the real the real rundown. You know, uh, so we're just three college kids out of New Hampshire, as many of us here at Podcast New Hampshire are. Uh, we pretty much talk about our day-to-day lives, though. We're just, we're just trying to figure out how to adult, so that comes with many things like terrible Tinder stories, awful dating nights, and terrible love escapades. Uh, we also talk about general news, sports sometimes. We go into a lot of movies. Uh, we do a segment called Writer's Room where we create sequels to already huge movies, but terrible movies. <laughs> oh, that sounds cool. Uh, so, yeah, you can find us on pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. You can find us on Twitter at Plunge Podcast. That's where we're most active with our fans. Uh, Instagram at The Plunge Podcast. And, uh, yeah, check us out. Absolutely. I may be reaching out to you for some advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the professor's life de-stressor. We've got a... Uh quick promotion we're going to drop into and we're not going to play the same promotion we've always been playing right cliff play the right fucking promotion fuck you guys if you like this podcast check out some of the other shows in the podcast nh network hey everyone it's matt sicoria from the behavioral observations podcast we provide stimulating talk for today's behavior analyst but if you're not a behavior analyst you don't even know what a behavior analyst is well that's okay too because we have lots of interesting things going on here at the podcast we talk about all sorts of things related to behavioral sciences So if you want to check it out and learn more about what this show is all about, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and PodcastNH.com. Thanks for checking it out. For more great podcasts produced in the Granite State, visit PodcastNH.com. They'll do just about anything. Send it to I don't know radio at gmail.com. From your haircut to an egg salad sandwich you made, Lulu will rate it. It's Lulu's Viewer Reviews. And Lulu's Viewer Reviews is brought to you today by Exercise and Tone Your Thighs. Expel demon and ghosts of the netherworld back to the fiery pits of hell while burning off those extra carbs. Exercise and tone, exerc- and tone uh, your thighs. I get exorcise. it now. It's like religion and exercising. So for Lulu's Viewer Reviews, we are sitting down with the two hosts of the podcast, Damn You Diary. Why don't you go ahead and say your name and your favorite thing? Uh, my name's Courtney, and my favorite thing is sloths. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. Have you ever seen them take a bath? No, but I'll be YouTubing that when I get home. Absolutely. <laughs> my name is Hannah, and I like summer. We'll be referring to you as Olaf for the rest of the interview. Oh, no. I had 
to go Frozen. I if had there's to. A, if there's one more Frozen reference, I'm going to fucking leave. <laughs> I swear to God. Why don't you let it go? Let it go. Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck me. God. In case you didn't know, this is the dad joke bell. Oh my God. This is going to be my favorite bell. <laughs> I love dad jokes. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what uh, your podcast and what you guys talk about? Oh, geez. What do we talk about? We talk about everything. So Damn You Diary is pretty much our diary. So it's a variety show as opposed to we talk about the things that bother us, the things that we find interesting, and the things that we want to bitch about. And then we also counteract that by trying to do good deeds and talking about those. So we've done things like baked cookies for our local fire department. We've, I've donated blood, and we have a long story about that. Just little, like, not huge things. We try to be good people. Yeah, without spending all of our money. I'm trying so hard not to be biased, but I have listened to your show, and that was something that I super, super loved, was that you counteract the complaining by doing something really good. I think that's the fucking best thing ever. That is the fundamental reason for living, is, like, you can complain about the shitty things that happen to you, but just try to do one good thing that's not shitty. And to be honest, like, we all do good things throughout your day. Like, think about it. You held the door for the person behind you, or, like, little things. But we're trying to go a step above that without, again, breaking the bank or like we have busy lives, so we can't just stop everything to do that. But just we're not millionaires, so we're not going to go give a million dollars to a charity or anything. But when it comes to, you know, donating food to our local pantry or something like that, we like to try to make an effort like left um the little dollar store chocolate boxes of hearts in the mailbox for our oh, mailman. Yeah, for our mailman. Like, little things like that. Chris that the mailman loves me, by the way. <laughs> me and him are, like, on a level now. You connect with people, and then you create new relationships with people that, like, are in your everyday life, but you're not always necessarily... Everybody deserves a little pat on the back every once in a while, so it's all about... Life sucks. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Awesome. So, Lulu, this is interesting. What are you going to do for your review segment? Because usually we do something listener submitted. This is a great opportunity because usually I get tortured every time I do my segment by people going off topic and I thought I would be really happy to pass this on to two other people. You mean we can you mean we can derail someone else's conversation for once? <laughs> or once. <laughs> so, I thought I'd come up with something for each of you to review and then you'd review it. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm excited. Have either of you guys listened to I Don't Know Radio before? And it's okay if you haven't. I have not. Not many people have. Well, so. we will be after today. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's something, that's for sure. So, yeah, we always derail your segment. So, Lulu, what you got? Okay. So, since Hannah is sitting right next to me, um, I would like you to review this drawing of an eagle next to you. I think it bears repeating. We've mentioned throughout the podcast before now, but we are at the New Hampshire Audubon Center, which is not like the Audubon in Germany, as was pointed out by a speaker earlier, but it's like like the bird guides you see. So there are fucking birds all over the place. Far less speeding cars. Yeah. So there's a beautiful stuffed drawing. birds everywhere. It's really grim. But like not snuggly stuffed birds. No, no. Like vulture, like rip your eye out yeah. birds. Like vomit the skeletons of their victims out birds. There's also just like legs of birds in one of the displays out there, so... Wait, fucking really? (laughs) Literally just the legs. Courtney is very upset by the pieces of birds that are found. Why do you have to dismember the birds to put them on display? I feel like they may have been dismembered before and then put on display. It's not like they displayed them and then ripped them apart to display them. Steve, this is boring. Let's do something different. (laughs) You you pointed at the door when you said bird legs, (laughs) and I whipped around. You scared the shit out of me. Look at the bird legs on your way out because there are literally dismembered birds in the hallway. And we don't know that they were dismembered prior to being put on display. However, this eagle is entirely intact. (laughs) So that's it's just a picture too, so it's it's very well drawn. However, I want to point out to its beak area. Like is it squawking? It looks like it's going like no, this is a bald eagle. <laughs> and that's where that's the point that I want to get to. This is a bald eagle that represents America. America. And the mouth looks like it's going <laughs> It's doing like a Gene Simmons like bullshit fucking I, I have a little bit like a turkey, but and, more of like a squawky or horrible bird. Well, I was going to say, you know, Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be our national bird. So I did not know that. 
Ben Franklin also used to... Ben Franklin's in the room with us right now, and he just wanted us to know that should be the actual voice of the American bird. Fun fact, e pluribus unum isn't Latin. It's actually turkey, and nobody knows. (laughs) Um, Okay, so so far you've said that it appears to be making a sound that it shouldn't be making, though we can't actually hear it, so... In the grand scheme of things, it looks like a bald eagle. Like, if you were to envision a bald eagle, that's what the, the picture looks like. Except for the squawky mouth part. That's true. I, I would really like to draw some attention right now to the tree that it's standing on. Because I'm noticing the long pine needles and the pine cones, but it almost looks like beechwood. What are you, fucking arborist? Look, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying, I've never, I've never seen a pine tree that looks like, it looks like driftwood with pine needles and pine like cones. Like the wood is dead, but the plant is very much alive. Right. Yeah. Hold on, Courtney, hold this mic. There's a trick. Okay, Fishstick is examining the painting. Very closely. So, okay, so with pine trees, if you look at, pine needles are, are, are in a bunch, and uh, white pine has five, which you can remember by W-H-I-T-E, five letters, five needles per bunch. This has three per bunch, because if you look here and you trace to the end, you can see three. So this is a red pine tree. Fishstick has a tree fetish. Um, he is a genius. I have a lot of questions. So <laughs> does that authenticate the picture, or does it... Doesn't cause issues with the picture because I'm not quite sure what the difference is. Are you saying that that's an actual correct drawing of said tree? I didn't look at the other ones because I didn't want to be too far away for too long, but it appears that the artist at least had some idea. Well, that's important because artists don't know a lot of things. I don't think that this is an anatomically correct tree. (laughs) That's a very weird fucking sentence. (laughs) I mean, when you start getting into the debate of, like, three needles, five needles, like, how many needles is too much? It's a question that needs to be... Well, obviously, six or more is too much. You think? Well, that's what it sounds like to me. (laughs) Right. You're going over... the whole thing doesn't work out, because if you're doing, like, W-H-I-T or however you spell it, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) White pine has five, and a red pine has three. So did they decide that it was white and red based on how many letters were in the color? Actually, pure coincidence. <laughs> no, Benjamin Franklin decided that. I was fucking kidding. But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yes. There are three letters. <laughs> Which came first? The, the chicken Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, is that a chicken? <laughs> Maybe that's why it's going, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's just a really shitty drawing of a chicken. If you say it, it sounds more like a chicken. <laughs> She has seven chickens, and they go a lot. So as someone who owns chickens, are they or are they not better than television as far as entertainment goes? You ever put pants on a chicken? I feel like we all had the kid in high school who put his arms behind him and, like, leaned forward a little bit when he ran. Okay, yo, that's the Naruto run. That was me. Okay. First of all. That is chickens. Chickens do that. Oh, I'm not judging. At all. I think that's totally fine. But you run like a chicken. <laughs> I also run faster. So. Okay. Yeah, it's aerodynamic. I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. I'm just saying that's what chickens look like. So it reminds me, like, I had one particular kid in high school who ran like that. And I think of him every time I see him as chickens run. In, in high school? So was he, like, in fucking cross country, like, running with his arms up behind him? No, he, liked, he just liked to be the first person on the bus. So, like, the school <laughs> would run out. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I wish I could say I was making that up to be funny, but it's absolutely true. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's a really good segment you got going on, Lulu. I'm proud of you. So Go on ahead. scale of chicken to eagle, this is chicken as fuck. Yes, even the colors. C-A-F. As you can see, the, like, the brownness on there, like I got some chickens that look exactly like It looks that. like Lasty. Okay, back up. Where did that name come from? Um, she was the last chicken to survive a massacre. By what? Was it a fox or a predator? We don't know. I'm pretty sure it was a fat raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Did you get a glimpse of it? No. No, only the aftermath. There was blood and guts everywhere. And also raccoon footprints on the walls. Yeah, little tiny little (laughs) footprints up the walls. Oh, God. Fuck. And you named your chicken fucking Lasty. That is some dark shit. And the, the thing is, is now I have a superstition about it because Lasty was named Lasty before she was the last. She was. All right, so now I have this superstition. I got more chickens. Wait, and back I the don't fuck name- up. Okay. Lasty was named Lasty before that happened? Yes. Yo, I need you to come name all of my animals Survivor. No. <laughs> like- no, because this is the thing. Once I name them, they don't last. 
So now the new chickens don't have, don't names. have names. They're the chicks, collectively. The chicks and lastie. So we'll have to see if group names applies to this. So far, so good. That's good news. <laughs> Actually, there was one we named Reese Cup because she was brown and orange, and it was really cute. Aww. But then she she died. died. Right? Like wait, she did die. She died. Yes. <laughs> like one of the other chickens knocked a toolbox off of a shelf and directly onto Reese. Dealing a- with some like final destination shit when it comes to these chickens. Don't fuck around. Like, if you name them, don't name your die. chickens. You need to find Madame Zaroni and carry some fucker up a hill or some shit. <laughs> so, damn you, diary, your podcast. Do you read previous diary entries, or are you sort of creating a diary as you go? Uh, a little bit of both. Yes. Actually, I never kept a diary when I was younger. However, I have friends that did. So we incorporate her 13-year-old self's diary. Oh my God, it's hilarious. It's a very deep and dark, <laughs> oh as most 13-year-olds are. You know, oh, they're so in touch with like oh, yeah. the dark side. I mean, of life. honestly, if anything happens, life is over, and that's very much what she she preaches. I wrote a diary when I was younger, and I can't find it, so <laughs> we're working on that. We'll, so we, we'll dig in the archives. We take our friends, to, and, but she's got a great one because, like, prime age, thirteen years old, writing your diary, like everything is a thing and a big thing, and it's hilarious to listen to her. Do you need like? content entries then from people's diaries or are you just working off of what you come up with or I was kind of an avid journaler so (laughs) if we could have your diary that would be the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life honestly we are looking for content always and if you are willing to share your deepest darkest diary secrets with us we will judge you so hard I won't give you the whole thing but I will send (laughs) you a fair amount of it we won't know what you censor out. And that out. is where the the fun comes, is because when you write stuff down, especially when you were younger, it's always the worst case scenario. Like, Jimmy kicked me out of my seat on a bus, and my life is horrible, and I'm going to kill myself. Like, it's that dramatic. Everything is escalated. It's so escalated. Uh, and so now bad. I, like, look back, and I'm like, well, you know, I don't remember what I ate for breakfast, and I don't know what I'm eating for dinner. But I'm pretty sure getting kicked off a bus by Jimmy would be, like, the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to me. So you might be able to dig more into Lulu's life by listening to you guys' podcast. Again, it is Damn You Diary. You are... Courtney. And you are... Hannah. And we can find your podcast where? At damnyoudiary.com. We're also on SoundCloud and all the social media stuff. You know where to find us. And also, of course, you can find us on podcastnh.com. And just to uh, keep this moving, because I know we had you uh, take over the first portion of the Lulu's View Review. Can you review our interview? In the form of an extended metaphor, our interview with you today. Okay, so are we like on a scale of 1 to 10? Are we on a scale of like, I really like don't like it or I love it? No, an extended metaphor. Like, this interview was like extended metaphor, true Lulu style. This interview was like if I was never, ever put on the spot again. <laughs> I think that sounds like it went pretty well. I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah, would you concur with that or do you have more to add? Yeah, no, I would say that this interview is like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa. That is Lulu's Viewer Reviews, Mulch's News Garden coming up next. We've got another advertisement, Cliff. Uh, roll clip number six. Hey, guys. Are you having trouble coming up with fake ads for your or a friend's podcast? Call me. I'm the fake ad guy who makes fake ads sometimes. Do you want to hear my credentials? You've been listening to one of my commercials right now. The ads are all fake, so that must mean so is this. Fakeadguy.com. He digs through the stories and wipes off the dirt. The landscape of journalism could use a little mulch. It's Mulch's News Garden. All right, and Mulch's News Garden, without mulch, brought to you this morning by two different sponsors. Brought to you by Harry Eagles. They're both way less extinct and way less aesthetically pleasing. Harry Eagles, there's a reason America chose the bald ones. And uh, the second sponsor is brought to you by Rusted Mini Wheats. Get 100% of your daily recommended dose of iron oxide with Rusted Mini Wheats. All boxes come with a tetanus booster prize. Since we don't have mulch on hand, uh, Mulch's News Garden is going to be wrapping up the NH 
podcastnh.com meetup that we've had today. This has been absolutely amazing. We've met some amazing people, done a lot of crazy interviews. And uh, there's going to be a lot of content released in subsequent weeks, which we'll discuss all of that as it comes out. Did you just say subsequent? Subsequent. What the fuck is a subsequent? (laughs) (laughs) Fishsticks had a couple martinis. I get my vocabulary from reading, okay? Fishstick had a stroke. So Mulch's News Garden, without Mulch, right now we are hanging out with Pepin and Meter of We Need to Talk. This is, why don't you say your name in your podcast? All right, my name's Meter and I host We Need to Talk. And I am Pepin, co-host of We Need to Talk. We also have Derek again. I'm Derek from The Place Experience. You get two mics. <laughs> and we have Jason. I'm Jason. I'm from Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Which is a good time. Jason, you were on the live stream. I read portions of Moby Dick to the crowd. It was riveting. <laughs> the only good staged reading was the podcast NH live stream today. I, I never thought that I would ever say this, but I'm really sad I didn't get to hear you read Moby Dick. Normally we'd cover like a weird news story or something political or something sporty, but we're covering the event that we are at right now. Uh, Meter, you not only host the podcast We Need to Talk, but you're also the CEO, the owner of Podcast NH. How would you rate the success of our meetup? Oh, A plus. Uh, a plus out of 10. I would agree. That is quite the Lulu viewer review type of... We had a bunch of people show up. We did, absolutely. It was, it was really exciting. We, we had almost the entire network, every show on the network show up, and everybody was really satisfied with how everything turned out. And making content together, too. Like, I don't know if maybe this is just me geeking out a little bit, but when you listen to a show and like you get familiar with the voice and you picture a host in your mind, you're like... Getting to meet those people in person, like meeting you and Pepin, meeting Derek, meeting Jason, all these people whose voices I've heard that I've been listening to as shows is just kind of like a a, a nerdgasm going on right now. Yes, it is. Very much so. Uh, I'm nerdgasming right now. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, Pepin. I just threw the mic in your face. Yeah, if if you want a mic, just take it. Yeah. (laughs) Get away from him. So, Pepin, you are the other half of We Need to Talk. Yes, I am. What is your podcast about? We're two best friends, talk about anything, you know, and nothing's off limits to talk about, say, dating, euthanasia, you know, the kind of fun stuff. <laughs> dating and euthanasia, the two very important no, that's topics. One topic. That's one topic, to be clear. <laughs> you really did the A to Z there really fast. And, Jason, we didn't have you on earlier in the episode. Shit happens when you party naked. Yeah, you know, uh, it's my second podcast. Actually, my first podcast was a complete failure. It was a sign language podcast. Uh. Completely, <laughs> completely tanked. I, don't, I, I still can't figure out why that, why that podcast tanked. I thought I was serving a niche group. But. And, I mean, people say narrow casting is the way to go to get a better audience. And um, that's just what you do. And we also have Derek back again. Derek from The Blaze Experience. Hi. Yeah, I'm from The Blaze Experience. And, you know, I kind of do... Um, narrow topics like that because I go right in depth into video games so so that's my nerdgasm for the day I'm still I can't get over the fact that we have all these podcasters from New Hampshire in one place all making content together like Pepin you had the recording booth set up here at the Audubon Center like what what was going on in there so what we did is we got everybody in to record like say promos for each other so we want to share like content with other people and kind of promote each other so with people coming in doing promos and it's definitely a lot of fun pretty intense people had to do a lot of takes but that's kind of what it's about Right, because I feel like a lot of us aren't used to doing self-promotion stuff like, oh, listen to my bullshit, but in a professional way. That is all I do exclusively. If, if it's not about me, I'm not talking. I don't want to interrupt you, Meter, but everybody listen to my bullshit, please. Go listen to my bullshit. Also, Meter, super props for having an open bar. Holy shit. Yeah, I think that went over really well. We got really drunk, and uh, a couple other people drank a little bit. It's like being in college again. Did we hit the $500 limit? No, not even close. Holy shit, not even close? I had like 40 fucking beers. Yeah, next time, everybody needs to have 40 beers, and we'll, we'll get almost there. I personally had three mixed drinks, a Bloody Mary, and two beers. I can still stand. How are you still standing? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you look good. I have a very, I'm the bro-fesser, all right? My, to- <laughs> my tolerance is flying higher than most of the birds in this fucker. In the Audubon Center... <laughs> Where's the fucking dad valve? Some of them are, my, uh, are just my tolerance is My tolerance is higher than giraffe pussy. <laughs> Give there we go. Two. All, right. All right. Derek, what was your favorite thing about the night tonight? 
Um, honestly, just the whole event itself. I mean, because you know, you guys were doing your thing um, on the side. There was the uh, recording booth that Pepin had set up where we did the uh, little promos. Honestly, that live stream was really cool too. You know, we had a live stream going on with people on Facebook, and you kind of you know do some different jokes and um, different topics that we had prepared there. So, honestly, the whole event in general was awesome. Uh, Pepin, what do you think was your favorite thing about the night? So I'm just amazed, and I, my favorite thing is just seeing so many podcasters in one place. Podcasters are like cats. You can't hurt them in one area. <laughs> and we're all assholes. Yes, and a little bit narcissistic, you know, all that. So just seeing people come together like this is amazing. I, it, it, hey. <laughs> I'm just really impressed. Lulu, what was your favorite part of tonight? Um, yeah, I... so Steven, what was... <laughs> Um, I really liked being able to incorporate other people into our podcast and getting to sort of mix and match with everyone. I got to say, it was really cool to uh, meet other people that do the same thing that we do and make these connections so that we can have these collaborations in the future. I mean, we met some awesome people, even aside from the people that we're here with right now, uh, everyone else that we interviewed. We have so much potential for the future, so many uh, cross things that we could do. Right, right now, we're just the straggling group. Like, I'm surprised we haven't gotten kicked out by the Audubon people, which are super nice. You guys are awesome. Thanks, guys. Get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Jason, what was your favorite part of the night? Um, my favorite part was meeting you, Fishstick. Oh, buddy. Yeah, I was you. It's, don't tell him this, but second was Professor. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. okay. And, and really, I didn't, care mu- I didn't care much for Lulu at all. I hope she doesn't hear this, but I, I didn't care much for her at all. I really... It's okay. I'm driving, and I can leave them both here with you. Uh, hey, now. Hey, now. I, I don't think he would have any reservations about taking us home. I got a nice, comfy futon for you, Fishstick. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. If she leaves you, you come home with me, dog. I got, a, I got a comfy bed for you, all right? For anyone who can't see this, he's rubbing his belly. <laughs> I've got a plan J, and I'm super stoked about it. <laughs> Did we have you on, Jason, earlier? No, you didn't, and I'm hurt. I'm offended, and I'm hurt. What the fuck? See, you don't like him so much now, do you? <laughs> no, all three of you guys go to hell. So, Jason, what's your podcast about? Give us an elevator pitch and where we can find you. <clears throat> you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, SoundCloud, Soundcast, Undercast, Overcast, uh, Shitcast, Brickcast, <laughs> Mailboxcast, Urinalcast, really all the casts. We're on all the casts. Uh, we're also on the Twitter, the Twitter machine. The Twitter. At S-H-W-Y-P-N. That's the uh, initials for Shit Happens When You Party Naked. It's an acronym. Look it up. And Here's the thing, though. Podcast at uh, Is- Instagram. Party Naked Podcast on Instagram. Is it shit happens? Because I know Apple doesn't like the shit. It's S-H asterisk T. If you just search for Party Naked Podcast, just search for Party Naked and you'll find it. Meter and Pepin, you guys both host the We Need to Talk podcast. Mm -hmm. I've been binging your episodes. I subscribe to all the shows on Podcast NH like two days ago. I recommend you do the same. Subscribe to everything on Podcast NH because it's all really good. You can go from behavioral analysis to fucking shit happens when you party naked all in one network. It's kind of amazing. We met up today. We met all of these amazing people. Thank you every single person that is standing in this semicircle with me that I just gestured at, which makes great audio. Thank you all so much for being here and being a part of this. Thank you, Pepin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. Professor, fuck off. Eat my ass. Meter. Yeah. You're the man. Thank you. You are the man. Hey, just, just for the record, because of Jason, I know more about his dick than my own. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, we thank you, Jason. Thank you. And thank you specifically, fish dick, not Lulu. And thank you from the bottom of my heart and the hearts of everyone but Jason, Lulu. Thanks. This is I Don't Know Radio, Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Congratulations. That's some time of your life that you're never going to get back. And you spent it listening to this garbage. If for some reason you actually enjoy this dumpster fire, subscribe on iTunes and share it with all your friends. IDKRadio.com.